Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. I'm so glad that we're finally <laughs> back in Chicago in the same room, aka my apartment, yeah. on this couch because I've missed you. I'm I know. not going to lie. I've missed you too. Even though we were in LA together, like it was just a different feel. I feel like Chicago's our home. This couch is our home. <laughs> yeah. I like it's it. great when we are in the same room talking mm-hmm. on this podcast because it feels like we're just just talking stuff chit-chatting chatting with all of you guys listening Mm -hmm. so we're so so glad to be back but it's been such an interesting week for us like deep (sighs) d and i have been through it this Mm -hmm. week and we are tired yeah we are tired overwhelmed we're trying to focus on the positives of of life because there's a lot of things to be grateful for but damn are we tired yeah (laughs) we always said that we would be as authentic as possible on this podcast. So we just want to share that because, you know, like life isn't always amazing and fun for Deep D and I. Like sometimes mm-hmm. like we go through shit as, you know, reality TV show contestants who are living a little bit more of a public life than we did before. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really, really tough. Like I'd love to one day just go into detail. Maybe we'll make an Maybe episode out of it yeah. of just like what it really means to be a private, these like yeah. just corporate professionals and then you do a reality tv show and life changes yeah life turns 180 and that's why i think we've talked about this is that it's so amazing to have each other in this because there was a lot of moments in this past week i felt so overwhelmed and anxious and to just be able to talk it through with you i think has been a really big blessing that's why the whole cast is so close and we're so like bonded is because we can rely on each other on those tough times so i totally totally agree and we also want to thank all of you guys for listening we cannot thank you enough i feel like we've created this really cool community with all of you guys Mm -hmm. um and we love it we love getting your comments dms emails whatever Mm -hmm. because it feels like we're just chatting with friends so please continue reaching out to us whether it's through our instagram page at out of the pods or emailing us you could find it in the bio of our instagram page but we really really do love hearing from you and we love your support and you guys mean the world to us we just want to have that sappy moment that beautifully (laughs) so yes i ditto everything she just said um, but yeah, the podcast has been taking over our life a little bit. Um, I even had to cancel a date the other night and Aww. I was like, I broke a, I broke a little heart, but I think, you know, sometimes you just have to prioritize other things and dating is not a priority for me right now. Yeah. It was so funny. So a few nights ago, Deep D had to cancel her date and her date was like trying to FaceTime her, call her while we were working. <laughs> and she's like, can you take a photo with me? So like, he knows that I'm not I, lying. Yeah. That like, I have to work on this podcast and that's why I had to cancel the date. Not because I didn't want to go out with him. Mm. But yeah. It's been, you know, it has been really tough. We've mentioned this before, but we are self-publishing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we're putting our 
heart and soul into into this with our team. Um, and it's a lot, but we love it again. We love the community that we have built, but you know, we are still kind of learning and growing as we go and mm-hmm. and really making sure that we are able to stay authentic on this podcast and not be impacted, you know, by potential partnerships or anything like that. We really want to Make the right decision for us, right? Exactly. Yeah, so that we can show up here in the best way. And um, also, Natalie and I stopped drinking for a little while. So if anyone wants to join us on that special journey of not drinking, do you think this is going to be hard for you to do? I don't think so. No, I barely drink anyways. Like, I probably have, like, one or two drinks a week, if that. But we're trying to go 30 days without drinking. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know why we're even doing it. I think it's – we've just had too many cocktails the last few weeks, like, going to different events, going Mm -hmm. to different dinners. And we're like, let's kind of, like, restart. Yeah, get healthy. It's Yeah, um, me and my girls love to have a little – martini or cocktail at dinner so it's going to be a little bit of a shift but you know what I like it let's set some boundaries and let's you know make some hard decisions and do what's <laughs> best for your health it's going to be hard for deep tea it's only because society makes it so fun to drink and it's like it, drinking like having fun revolves around drinking which is you know something we got to break yeah exactly yeah. we're just going to have fun being ourselves going out That's we don't need a drink to have fun no. Deep D and I went to the Love is Blind reunion watch party in LA. So it was the same day as what was supposed to be the live reunion. And when I say live, I say it in quotations. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) But it was so, so much fun. It was. So there was a separate watch party happening the day of the live reunion where Netflix invited pretty much everyone from the Netflix reality universe. So people Mm -hmm. from Too Hot to Handle, The Circle, Perfect Match, um, including us from across, you know, the Love is Blind seasons. Mm -hmm. And that was so much fun. There was so much that happened there. Yeah. I I personally loved seeing all the crossovers across all of the Netflix reality shows happening. But there was like influencers there. There were some celebrities. Like I talked to Francia from uh, How I Met Your Father when I ran into her and she was like, I'm a fan of you and I've watched your show. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was fangirling so hard. It was amazing. And we also saw brand representation there. Um, It was so cool because one of the teams I've worked with for Live Tinted they were there and exactly a year ago basically from that reunion date is when I did my first campaign with them and it was just so much fun that I was like oh my god life has changed so much and I'm actually so grateful to be in this position where we can now mingle in this way with people so it's cool yeah it was super interesting being there though as well because we saw you know people mingling <laughs> from across shows yeah. you know potential couplings maybe. and exes yeah oh exes, exes as well um and then I did get a lot of dms about being in the same room as Shayna so Shayna from season oh, yeah. two mm-hmm. who I was in a love triangle with um was also present at the event and so there was a lot of questions I got about like what was it like with you two being in the same room? Because we did have some drama in season two and also in After the Altar. Mm-hmm. But here's the official answer, guys. It was fine. Shayna and I are actually pretty cordial. I think we have like kind of this feeling of indifference mm-hmm. in terms of like what has happened since so much time has now passed. We chatted. We laughed. We kind of all like talked together. Um, we had shared tequila shots. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where Shayna and I stand of like, it's cordial. We're fine. Mm-hmm. And we can have fun together when we're in the same room. 
in any case, it was so, so much fun because, you know, like we chatted with people that we have DM'd with. So like Alexa from season three, I've only DM'd with her and that was the first time I met her. And it feels like when I met her, I was like, wow, it feels like we've been friends for so long, but here we are finally meeting along with Nancy from season three as well. Yeah. Like when we met, I felt like I heard already had known her for years. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have to say uh, this past week has been really tough for Love is Blind, the Love is Blind community. And yeah, obviously the live was kind of a disaster because it was so hyped up and, you know, people weren't able to watch it until the next day. I remember some celebrities were like, I woke up at 3 a.m. to watch this. Like, where is it? And then they were afraid to turn it off just in case it might turn back on. Oh, right. I did see some of those Mm -hmm. tweets. Yeah. And then we also have Vanessa Lachey, Mm -hmm. who is getting a lot of heat, a lot of backlash about her hosting abilities and the way she questioned certain cast members on season four during the reunion. There's even a petition going around. I think it has more than 30,000 signatures to remove Nick and Vanessa Lachey as hosts of Love is Blind. Like it is, it is getting bad. Not mom and dad. Not mom and dad. dad. Okay. Look, I know we're biased because of course we know Vanessa and Nick. Yeah. You know, they were, we really considered them as mom and dad during Mm -hmm. filming, um, they played this role of mentors yeah. to us and providing advice um, as we were making our decision to say I do or I don't mm-hmm. um, on our wedding day. I also agree with the criticism, but I also think that it's almost unfair as well of how much backlash she's getting. Like mm-hmm. it, it feels like a dog pile. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. So here was my stance too is – When you see certain opinions or you see some comments, when you watch the reunion, you kind of have those comments in the back of your head. Like, for example, I was just talking to my mom about this randomly, but I was like, when I was watching it for the first time with no opinions, I thought it was fine. But then I went back and rewatched it again with those opinions in my mind. And then I thought to myself and I was like, oh, I guess I see where they're coming from. So it's like that, like like-mindedness and like you said the dogpiling that occurs where it's like one or two or maybe even a hundred comments which is not that many in the grand scheme of things but if they have a certain opinion then it's hard to watch the show without that opinion in mind if that makes sense no I hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. for sure and I completely agree with you because when Deep D and I were at the Love is Blind reunion watch party people weren't reacting to Vanessa like they are online exactly Mm-hmm. So yes, there's moments where I thought like, oh, she shouldn't have asked that question or she does seem a bit biased, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like what is happening what is right happening? now on social media. So I do agree with you that I think people are being almost overly critical and so, so just, just, she's taking just so much heat that I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it's like fully deserved. Mm-hmm. I know. And not to say that there weren't certain moments exactly. where, that we disagreed yeah. with. But yeah, there's like, I think it's just being pushed a little too far. Like yeah. the narrative. Is it, being, it, it's yeah. it's tough to watch. It's it tough is. to watch her go through that because Nick and Vanessa are just really, really nice and great people. Mm-hmm. And they really do care about you. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that came up on the news is Marshall confirmed Jackie met up with Josh after she and Marshall broke up. So Marshall finally provided clarity on that on a podcast. I think it was with File Files. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. Does that make you just like 
change your opinion on Jackie a little bit? Okay, it seemed like she cheated. And that's the only issue I had. So yeah, for me, I think the fact that she explained that and also Marshall agreed that that was the situation. I'm happy about it. I'm fine. Like be, they've been together for a year now. Like obviously they love each other. So her and, jo- her her and Josh. Josh. Yeah. So I think Marshall um, confirming that, you know, they were actually broken up when, um, you know, when she met up with Josh, it makes me a little happier for her. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will say it gave me more clarity that she didn't necessarily cheat on him. Mm-hmm. It was It's just like the whole Marshall, Jackie, Joss situation, it's just messy in general, right? Like we saw it on the show. They had a very unhealthy relationship, her and Marshall. Mm-hmm. And so my opinion still stays in that that was just a very, very messy relationship. Yeah. But I'm glad that Marshall clarified that she didn't, cheat Cheat. on him Mm -hmm. i kind of wish he said it at the reunion itself because he did have the ability to clear it up and he goes it doesn't matter if she met with him before or after but i was like it does because i think she's getting so much heat about did she cheat on marshall yeah i know i I did appreciate um her speaking up about it but yeah you're right i think it would have been nice for him to just clear it up right and then and there because there's so many millions of people watching so it would have just helped her get a little bit less hate on, on social media i agree another couple that's getting a little bit messy too is paul and micah so paul faced some controversy when he told tmz that micah quote fucked off to europe with another guy after they broke up he shortly had to clarify that it was months after their breakup, so she was free to, you know, date this Do guy whatever. anyways and go to Europe with this other guy. Um, but these two are just being really messy on social media, mm-hmm. like almost as messy as I was when my <laughs> season came out. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, there's just – there's a lot of conflicting stories. Um, you know, there's a lot of he said, she said. But it, it sounds like they kind of put – a hatch in it is that the word that uh, put a ha- put a hatchet in a it? wrench in it a wrench in it it's wrench where i saw a story that micah that micah put up on her instagram mm-hmm. where it says whatever happened between paul and i you know i'm gonna keep it it's our business so yeah. it looks like they finally kind of put it to rest for now but if there is an after the altar for this season i'm very you know curious yeah. if anything is you know gonna, be gonna come out. up yeah Yeah, I don't know how to feel about these two because honestly, at the reunion, we didn't get much out of them. So I feel like these little tweets and these TMZ things that they're doing is like more revealing than what happened at the reunion. (laughs) I agree. And before we get into the actual reunion itself, one last thing that is new that happened at the time that we're talking about it right now is Marshall responded on his Instagram story about his old tweets from 2014 where he made disparaging comments about black women. Um, So he said on his Instagram story, quote, 2023 Marshall is ashamed of the younger, less developed and immature version who published those tweets. I thought that was very, um, very like good of him to just apologize and be like, Hey, I recognize that the person, the version that I was back then isn't the version I am now. And, you know, let's move on from it because I've already grown from that. Yeah. I liked it. I I like that he did address it. I think typically people kind of let things be swept under the rug. That's typically like how, 
reality TV contestants address controversy, but I'm glad he owned up to it Mm -hmm. and said something about it and saying, you know, just acknowledging it, I think was really powerful to do. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, just it's, it's hard, um, when people are criticizing you. So you have to really like take that in and be like, okay, let me just learn from this. And we're all human. We're growing and we just have to learn from each other. And I think accountability is the first step to that for sure. So So. I, I am glad that he did acknowledge how hurtful his tweets were. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, he is not letting it be swept under the rug. And did you hear about uh, Marshall also revealing his, his new, his new girlfriend on, on Instagram stories? Yeah. So he did that after he acknowledged those tweets and he had um, a photo of his girlfriend just thanking her for having his back. And and he also acknowledged, like, I'm not sure what really happened between them, but he says, you know, sorry for pushing you away and thank you for always being there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, We won't share her info since she's not a public figure, but um, I was actually surprised he had a girlfriend. I know. I, I'm happy for him. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think Ayana and him are going to be a thing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, was we, like, I know we happening. said that we were manifesting that in our last podcast, but yeah. no more. No more manifesting. We're manifesting it. happiness for Marshall. Yeah, I love that. And Ayana too, but just separately. Well, of course, Ayana. <laughs> I think that's a given. <laughs> All right, let's get into it because a lot of people are talking about this reunion. We have our own thoughts about it. We've obviously shared a lot about it, but can I just generally say... I've heard that this was the worst reunion of the Love is Blind franchise, and I almost do agree. And not in that, like, in any way of, like, it was messy or anything like that. It was Mm -hmm. just kind of boring. Yeah. And you know what? I have a theory about this. Um, Tell me what your thoughts are. Okay. So I think the fact that it was a live audience, and of course, there's a whole live aspect to it where we're supposed to see it, you know, as it's happening. But there is a live audience there, which is not how it was for our reunion or any of the past reunions. I think that that changes the dynamic of like the the entire situation because people show up differently and it just adds another layer of like stress and anxiety like imagine if I had said something to you at reunion and you get like immediate feedback like boo or like a clap it just like I think it adds like such another layer of like of you being conscious of what you're saying so I think that's why one of the reasons why I think it's it's also like kind of odd to be in this situation I don't know I think that that's why it added a layer I think the biggest reason why people are saying the reunion was boring and one of the worst if not the worst reunions is because I agree with you but Mm -hmm. I also think because of the time limit so Vanessa Lachey has told like several news outlets about this but for our reunion it was about four hours long that's how long it took to film but Mm -hmm. they edited it down to an hour and they only included kind of like the more juicier pieces of our reunion Mm -hmm. but Andy Cohen said this on a podcast recently he said it best that live reunions don't work because sometimes you need time and more questions to get to like a juicy part or get like the answers Mm -hmm. and you just can't do that live unless it's like a really long Long live reunion yeah I completely agree with you and I agree with him that reunions should not be live because a good interviewer you know if you say something to me about a situation 
situation I'm like oh tell me why that happened or or like what made you think that happened so you have to like dig deep into each of the responses that you get and that's where you get to like the meat of what real issues are that's why therapies take so long <laughs> honestly you bring it back to therapy. I know it's like it's years and years of therapy to get through this shit you know so yeah I completely agree with Andy Cohen maybe we should bring him no I shouldn't say that Let's not bring Andy Cohen. I think Vanessa and Nick are great, to be honest. Oh, you want Andy Cohen to There's be... There's petitions about that, too. He, that honestly, it... he's a really great host. He's been doing it for he's years. He's a really great, like, reunion host. I've seen him lead the Real Housewives, you know, Oh, I'm a huge reunions. Bravo girly, so, yeah. And he's very, very good. But, no, I completely agree. I think what really hurt this reunion is because there was a time limit. Mm-hmm. And so you could tell, like... Nick and Vanessa couldn't ask deeper questions or yeah. keep asking questions to get to to get like more clarity because mm-hmm. there just wasn't enough time. Right. Yeah, I agree. And also, I have to say, as hosts, too, and having a live audience, I'm sure that was an added pressure for them, too. So it's not just about, you know, because they're like, okay, here we go. Like, we have to, like, just, you know, run this entire thing now and in front of people so I can't make mistakes. So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of layered, a lot of added layers to this reunion, I think. But it was kind of boring. I kind of do agree with you. Yeah, we just didn't learn a lot. I think we're learning way more in interviews with the cast or if they go on Instagram live or, you know, other. TMZ. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. we learn more that way. Yeah. I, I do have to say like compared to our reunion, there were so many less ego battles. Like people were like, oh, I'm going to be the bigger person. Whereas in our season, people were petty. I know. We're just like, Nope, we're not letting this go, you know? And it, it's kind of hard because I think people have to remember, yes, this, entire season obviously was filmed like a like a while ago like almost a year ago but they just watched it you know so all of the emotions are back and they're raw and you're also seeing certain snippets of personal interviews that they've done that they haven't seen yet so you know just emotions come back to the surface as much as you've healed from it you know so you know so deep d and i hung out with the season four cast or most of them um while we were in la Mm -hmm. and you're right like one of the things that's someone said from that cast was for those confessional interviews that happen during the show mm-hmm. like and someone's talking about someone that's a first time yeah, they're seeing they're it. hearing it yeah, yeah. so there yeah. could be like small little digs made and yeah just emotions are so high and raw it's just and also not to mention just remember you guys like we're seeing like I think Zach said it we're seeing 10% of their story but we did hours and hours of filming and it's condensed into these small 10 to 12 you know um episodes if that makes sense. So Deepti and I hung out with some of the season four cast members while we were in LA and one of them actually did say like hey I was really surprised at some conversations um or things that were said in the confessional interviews during the show because you know, we didn't know that those were happening or those mm-hmm. things were being said. So you're right. Like they definitely were in a stage of probably being really surprised and mm-hmm. um, and those raw emotions come back because you're watching the show and learning new things, even though, mm-hmm. you know, they lived through it at the time. Um, but you're I, I totally agree that this cast was just way more mature yeah. <laughs> and understanding towards each other mm-hmm. than previous reunions i agree i think it comes it shows to their um maturity and their emotional intelligence i think the only people that weren't is 
Paul, Zach, Micah. <laughs> oh, that would, they, they kind of went a little petty, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that, not saying that there's an ego battle happening, mm-hmm. but I feel like at least Micah wanted to call Paul out, and I think Zach wants to call Micah out. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's because... Micah saw for the first time certain things that Paul had said about her that were hurtful to her. And she was like, wait, I didn't expect him to think that way. Whereas, and then Micah's trying to call Paul out on that, right? And Zach, being Paul's, like, best friend, is like, no, 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 Like, I'm going to stick up for my boy Paul. And so I think that's where that dynamic all came from. No, I agree. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like Paul was trying to be very... um almost politically correct kind of well not politically correct like he was trying to not start anything with Micah he was trying to be very cordial Cordial very you know like I'm Mm -hmm. gonna try to not start any drama with Micah like that type of thing Mm -hmm. and then I understand why Micah wanted clarity on his statement that he couldn't view her as As the mother of his children Mm -hmm. Um, because I get that after she shares her point of like you know Paul knew I want a big family like I want to be a mother so like how come he never told me that but I think the reason why Zach kind of called Micah out by saying we heard you never even intended to marry Paul Mm -hmm. I think where Zach was coming from is like why are you even bringing this up and why do you care when we already know like you didn't even want to marry Marry Paul anywhere anyways yeah marry him in the first place that's why yeah which is which makes sense as to why Zach was so upset and wanted to come to his defense you're like wait don't be so upset by this comment like it meant anything when you didn't even want a marriage out of this you know you didn't even want a marriage from the situation yeah and did you like catch that Zach was going to reveal something that Micah said about Paul in the car but then Mm -hmm. Vanessa cut him off and I was like Vanessa Vanessa! I know I had the exact same feeling I was like Vanessa like there was a lot of moments that she would cut certain things off and I was like I really want to know more like for example when Paul said that they continued their relationship Paul and Micah started dating after filming had wrapped why didn't she go into it more and ask what happened? Like, why did you guys break up? Like, I guess TMZ got the kind of scoop on the fact that Micah broke up with Paul after I think um, a weekend in Arizona. Yeah, exactly. But I was just like, Vanessa, that was your moment to dig a little deeper. Let us know what happened. I know. I know. That's what it was frustrating about this reunion is like the things the viewers wanted to know. (sighs) just missed. They just yeah it was just like missed opportunities to ask the right questions yeah and I don't know if that's a miss from Vanessa's part no. or that it was because of the like she was just trying to keep things along because they were going over time like yeah. I heard originally they want to keep the live reunion to an hour and it it went over to be an hour and 40 minutes or whatever it is now on Netflix mm-hmm. um so I was like I don't know if it was because of that or you know, yeah. in her ear, you know how she says like she could hear the control room. I was like, was someone telling her to like just move things along or like ask another question? Like, I don't know. So guys, like, yeah, we just have to remember that there's a whole team behind the reunion in general. So yeah, you can't place blame on every, any one single person. It's just, I think you're right. There just wasn't enough time to ask everything. So I think hopefully, hopefully they just nix this whole live situation in the future. It's just not working. Yeah, I, I feel run. like the live reunion format doesn't work. It seems really, really exciting, but mm-hmm. I do, to your point, like you're missing, 
you know, like the juicy pieces. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, I, I'm curious in terms of what happened between Micah and Paul, um, like in terms of what really caused them to break up. I'm curious to know the bad things that Micah said about Paul to Zach that Zach was, you know, saying, but then Vanessa cut him off. Um, and then I'm curious to see why it sounds like there's more things that happen behind the scenes so you know zach goes that like the women on the cassette you know essentially implying that micah never intended to marry paul again that's what we've heard from our sources we talked about it in the earlier episodes um vanessa i think put the blame on my on Irina saying like Irina was one but I don't think so no. because that goes the women I know I the women and, and she like went around the room asking like which of you was it and I was like I Vanessa was like, again you're not listening he goes the women, the women. and clearly everyone's feeling uncomfortable so yeah. I don't think it was Irina to spill the beans I think Zach's smarter than that mm-hmm. um so I'm very I don't know I'm very curious about Paul and Micah um, because I feel like there's so much more to their story and just like intentions Mm -hmm. in that relationship than we will, I think, ever know as viewers. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, as the weeks go on and people are doing more interviews and things like maybe it'll be revealed. So I'm excited to see like what's going to happen because they sure are being messy on their stories. Like they're they're kind of going. There's a little bit of back and forth, I think. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Zach was the only one that really kept me interested in this reunion. Like the reunion wouldn't have been even so much fun. slightly okay without him. I know he 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 was the best part of the reunion. To be he honest, he was. Like again, he called out Micah for you know never intending to marry Paul or you know whether it's his view or things he heard from the other women on the cast. But mm-hmm. then he also said Irina was only there for TV. When he called her out, my jaw actually dropped. Yeah, you just wanted to go on TV to be famous. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Because people allude to that fact, but yeah. no one ever straight away just is like, nah, you were there to get famous, honey. Like, oh. Even sad. Irina's face, she was like, oh. She's like, was I? <laughs> What's Which, your opinion on that? Like, do you think that she was there for? I think okay. TV listen, and followers. Not, I don't know. I think like any time. I think as we're gonna see as seasons progress, people are gonna see that there is an there's a perk there that you're gonna be, you know more exposed on social media right so I think in the back of people's minds that's always going to be there and as the seasons continue we're going to see people that are there more for clout and for the wrong intentions but I don't know I don't think that any single person is completely bad I think sometimes they do bad things or they are there for certain reasons but I don't think they're like wholeheartedly not good for that I don't know I don't know it's a tough one for me because I still love people I don't know (laughs) <laughs> this is, i don't this know is how to deep feel D, this is why deep d and i are friends <laughs> is because i feel like you are so kind and so understanding and empathetic meanwhile i'm here sitting be like she did the show for tv and tv only. yeah but you know what though it sucks because when i'm that way i'm naive and i get burned so hard because people like are like she'll trust anything being naive doesn't really, um, it's not the best quality. You know, I do want to feel like I want to see the good in people, but it's always not the case that it's a good thing. I don't think you're naive just seeing the good in people. I um, think, you know, I don't think that, I think that's a really good quality to have mm-hmm. in just being optimistic and 
you know, seeing things a different way. Yeah. I think for me, it's something I need to learn because I think just naturally I'm a more pessimistic person. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic about like life and, yeah. you know, the future. But when it comes to people, I tend to be more wary about, mm-hmm. like I see, I wouldn't say the worst in people, but I more question yeah. everyone's intentions. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of the opposite where I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust them until they give me a reason not to. But in that process, I end up getting hurt very often. <laughs> so it's interesting. But no, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Like only Irina can tell us if she was there for to be famous or if she was there to find love. Well, she actually says she wasn't yeah. on the show. Well, what are you going to say? Yep, I was there to get famous, Zach. Like, you know, I don't think anyone's going to ex- admit it, even if they were. So I think for Irina, this is just, again, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just based on how she was, like, acting on the show and just doing these, like, very, making these outlandish comments and being so almost, like, attention-seeking and everything mm-hmm. she did, yeah. a piece of me does believe that she did the show really to whether provide get attention for her business become an influencer mm-hmm. I feel like that was the main goal in getting engaged yeah. and why she was doing the things she was doing on the show yeah I can see that so I almost I understand why Zach like just calls her out mm-hmm. or like even saying uh, certain outlandish things to get more screen time. That's what like I was that saying. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I think she probably like a really big percentage of why she signed up the show. Maybe there's a small percentage of maybe I will find my future husband. Mm-hmm. But I think a big percentage of her reason it was to be on TV. That's just my own opinion. Yeah. Again, it's just based on how she acted on the show. But yeah. I don't know. Like, we don't know her, but I thought it was shocking that Zach kind of called her out. I know. Um, But then also Zach says, and I really enjoyed this. What did he say? He said, everyone who has made a mistake on the show, like they're going, they've had punishment enough just with social media or everything else. And so he was like, you know, just, and that's why he said, you know, I forgive Irina, which and anyone else who like you know kind of did made a mistake on the show and listen we all make mistakes and it is so amplified when you're under the public eye on in such a microscope so i i quite enjoyed him or i just like commended him for saying that because it is a tough process to go through yes i i do love that he said that but i think it was a bit hypocritical considering he had just called out irena for going on the show for like clout pretty Mm -hmm. much yeah so I was like I'm glad that Zach is a contestant who calls these things out like he does it on his social media he did it on the show but also I felt like he was being a bit hypocritical by kind of calling out Mike and Irina then an aspect if he believes what he was saying like Mm -hmm. but he also did call them out during the reunion Zach's my favorite character now like Mm -hmm. I just love him in bliss But, you know, that's kind of my view of, uh, you know, I get it, but you're also bringing, fueling the fire for the hate and backlash for Irina. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I was thinking about something while you were explaining that, is that that probably shows how 
he's struggling in his own mind because he's like, damn, like this girl really did me wrong. Yeah. And I know she's not here for the right reasons, but I really want to take the high road at the same time because it is tough and we are going through such a hard, hard experience. But it's like, damn, like I just want to be able to be like freely like, nah, like you fucked up and you need to admit it, you know? Yeah. So I mean, he like- says that he has receipts that um, mm-hmm. Irina only did the show to get famous. And I did feel bad for Irina a little bit during this reunion. Clearly, she showed up to clear her name. Mm-hmm. And I think it backfired completely because she was just stumbling over her words so much. She says she felt unsafe around Zach. And she goes, no, I didn't mean unsafe in like a safety way or something like that. Yeah. And so she was really just struggling in expressing herself. Yeah, she needed how a PR she person in her ear <laughs> to be like, don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> I know, and and I think uh. she got to a point where she started to blame her mental health for her actions and how she treated Zach, and then Bliss calls her out. She yeah. goes, you can't blame your mental health. Mm-hmm. Like She goes, you can't, like, really, she goes, you can't put those two and those two don't go together no. and I loved that Bliss called her out for and, that and the fact that um, I didn't know this but Irina sent Bliss a DM or a text yeah. saying you know you dodged a bullet and then at the same time she was Irina was texting, texting Zach, Zach like I hope you and Bliss work out. Yeah, what, what? But in any case, you know what, though? Uh, this whole situation makes me, it's just like it's hard because I don't want her to be punished too much. But at the same time, I just, she needs to take accountability. Hopefully just Irina just grows from this entire experience. I wish her the best. I do too. I actually really do. And I, I think that she will grow from it because she has been kind of, just dragged through the mud on social media and I'm sure it's been like a huge wake-up call because we talked about this in a previous episode we saw interviews that Irina and Micah did before they had watched the show and they didn't take accountability for their quote-unquote mean girl behavior and Mm -hmm. instead they actually doubled down right so I think that all of this has probably been such a big learning opportunity and experience for them and I'm sure it's like a wake-up call of like oh my gosh this is like not okay to say or do yeah can I just say one more thing about that um and I think Micah even said it herself when Vanessa asked her a question she starts breaking down crying remember when she's like Oh, sorry, I forgot I was even here because the pressure has been taken off of me. I felt like even uh, just like why wasn't Micah questioned more for her actions or her behavior on the show? And it all kind of like the blame kind of all went to Irina. Did you get that? And Paul. And Paul, yeah. Like Micah kind of got away with a lot. And I felt like, you know, she wasn't asked why, like to speak to any of her behavior whatsoever. Yeah, I agree Can I tell you my theory on this? Sure. I feel like they went easy on her because this is just a theory. This is no confirmation. This is literally my own small thought. I think that they probably want to use her for another Netflix show. Like, you know, Perfect Match just got renewed for season two. So I'm like, are they just going easy on her because they want to maybe leverage her for something else? Mm. And so they don't want like her reputation to be as 
impacted as Ira- Irina's is. Yeah, so per- safe to say Irina's probably not going to be on perfect. Is that match. a crazy theory? No, I can I can see how that could work. That could be a thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, because I feel like Bartiz got the same treatment at his reunion for season three, yeah. where they went so hard on Cole, Cole. and I feel like Bartiz didn't get a lot of questions on how he treated Nancy mm-hmm. and some of the things that he had said, like his flirtatious interaction with Raven. And I was like, why are these being like kind of swept under the rug? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. my theory. It I know be. it's far fetched. I don't know if it's far fetched. It feels far fetched, but yeah. that's what kind of went through my mind. Yeah. Maybe actually they, they want her to be liked. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if she ends up on it. Yeah. My other theory is because Chelsea didn't have anything like hard to say about Micah when she was asked about Micah and Kwame's interactions in Mexico in the pods and also after the fact Mm -hmm. I think that's why the you know like the focus wasn't on Micah and kind of the inappropriate things she said or did during the show it's because I think she was a little bit saved by Chelsea's indifference yes I loved every single thing Chelsea said in this reunion she was like very empowering and she's always been that throughout the entire season actually but at this reunion she's like not taking any bs she's like don't even talk to me about this we're over it like I I just loved her attitude she is a PR dream. Like, she knows how to say <laughs> yes. things without starting shit. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. She doesn't need that PR rep in her ear. She's she's just one herself. Yeah. Because even when they, um, when Nick and Vanessa, I think it was Nick, mm-hmm. who asked Chelsea, do you think that Micah played with Kwame's emotions? And Chelsea's like, you know what? Like, it's a complex, complicated, you know, situation. And I was like, Great response. Yeah, I agree. And then she added a little bit of flavor. Like, I don't condone any, like, negative things. But at the same time, like, it's it. we just have to understand how complex, like, people's lives are, their perspectives are. And, you know, let's just let it go because we're past it. <laughs> I just loved it. Yeah, I did good. too. I do love how Kwame responded to his flirtatious interactions with Micah just the way he admitted that his ego got in the way and Mm -hmm. he apologized to Chelsea's family apologized to Chelsea but also to like the viewers and the public it was just like a very very good response to what happened I agree I think Kwame um I've always loved how articulate Kwame is but I appreciated when Vanessa and Nick were asking him you know it seemed like you were really visibly upset and emotional when you broke up with Micah but here you're saying hey like you know it didn't mean anything so can you explain that and I just loved his response because it's like what all of us go through in a breakup we know that you know you're not right for somebody but at the same time it doesn't mean that it hurts any less when you are breaking up with them what did he say like you even though you break up with somebody doesn't mean you're not on the couch eating ice cream for a month you know because it still hurts and I loved his response so much and I think and also he mentioned you know I wrote a really really heartfelt breakup note to Micah but when she came in and broke up with me as if it meant nothing that's why it hurt me so much so I think he was just looking for a meaningful you know ending with Micah and he didn't get that which is why he was you know kind of emotional okay when he said 
that I was like, okay, it makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I see your side of it yeah. and how people can misconstrue that entire situation as if you were so heartbroken over Micah mm-hmm. and that Chelsea was almost a second option because yeah. you and Micah didn't work out. So yeah, that made sense. But I do love like that he admitted his ego got in the way. I'm glad he wasn't like, a, oh, it was edited like this or, you know, mm-hmm. like I, you know, it was a joke and it got taken out of hand because I think we've heard that excuse in the past before when it comes yeah. to these like love triangles. But I do like where he was just like, my ego got in the way. Mm-hmm. And I do also love that Chelsea admitted in her never before seen chat with Micah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're out with their dogs. Yeah. So they played this clip at the reunion where he goes, where Chelsea goes to Micah, like, you know, we're threatened by each other. Like I'm threatened by you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that takes a lot to admit that, you know, that's what's causing the tension too, yeah. is like two women being threatened by each other. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. But how did you feel about that comment though, that Chelsea made that every single interaction or scene after Mexico was pushing a narrative that wasn't ours. I think along those lines, she said something like that. And I was like, huh, that's, I think that's kind of accurate. I don't know. Yeah. It felt like she was indirectly calling out the producers and editors of the show without calling them, actually calling them out. But she's essentially saying like this narrative, you know, these interactions between Kwame and Micah were not part of like our storyline. Like it's almost like it was, pushed is what she was implying it it is the you know it was pushing the love triangle I think a little bit more than it was there and you can see that on the couch they're like so happily married again she is a PR dream like the way she worded that people were like oh like I see what she's trying to say but she's not you know really saying it so Mm -hmm. again um that was good you know can I be honest about this reunion too is Obviously, the show has a lot of drama, but it's also about love. And I feel like they did not focus enough on Tiffany and Brett. I knew you were going to. Yes, I completely agree with you. Because there's a point where Vanessa actually cut off Brett as he was talking about taking photos of Tiffany and like photography and things like that. And she goes, speaking about photography and goes to Chelsea and Kwame's photo shoot. And also, why would Brett have an opinion about their lingerie photo shoot? Like, I just was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Brett shouldn't have an opinion about this. I know. But it was very I know. We didn't get much from Tiffany and Brett, which I'm kind of sad about. But, you know, I we learned that Brett was driving from Portland like three hours to be able to like film and then Tiffany was going through so much just like Kwame was because Tiffany was also making a move from Seattle to Portland so there was a lot of like just complications in their relationship and their feelings that they didn't really highlight throughout the show and barely touched on during this reunion. Yeah, I mean, again, they were they had very little drama in their storyline. I love them as their couple, but I thought it was interesting that they highlight the fact that Kwame lives in Portland while Chelsea lives in Seattle and yeah. how that kind of that distance mm-hmm. played a part, um, you know, in the in that someone had to make the move to while like Tiffany and Brett were going through the same thing and it wasn't highlighted on the show. Yeah. Um I, I really love them. I love Tiffany and Brett. I did feel bad for Tiffany. I don't know when, if you caught this, but Vanessa jokes that they're going to show what happened in the bridal suite. If you guys oh, yeah. remember from the wedding episode, um, I think like Tiffany implies like, or jokes around with Brett about like maybe doing a quickie in the bridal suite. And and so when Vanessa, when Vanessa <laughs> yeah. 
jokes around about that like you see mm-hmm. tiffany's face just drops just and i was like, like that's oh, like no. not a funny joke yeah that would have scared the shit out of me i'd be like wait what like i would never want any of my intimate like moments being aired yeah. but yeah no i agree that was like a it's kind of tasteless yeah i agree and then it just went to her just sleeping on the couch or like their moment in the pods right when she fell asleep yeah yeah i would be scared too but i agree with you i think that was distasteful i was like eh. Maybe not. Let's not go there. Yeah. Along with the baby comments that were made across the reunion, I know that Vanessa is getting so much backlash about just asking who's going to have the first baby and, you know, like, when are we going to get the next Love is Blind baby? I do agree that's really inappropriate to ask, especially in this day and age where there's some couples who don't want to have kids or can't have kids. So I think it's best if you just ask them, you know, how do you see your family growing or what do you see the future as? I think it could have been tailored differently than being like, when's that baby coming, you know? So, and also it's, some people can't have kids. And so when you ask that, it really triggers them and it, it really hurts them. So yeah, you just have to be a little bit more sensitive. I couldn't tell if it was a subject that was being pushed by Vanessa or just the show itself because Bartise actually shows up at the end of the reunion in a clip He's carrying his um, son, That's, Hayden. That baby is so cute. I know. His son is so, oh, so, cute. so cute. And he he asks the question, like, who is going to have the first, like, love is blind baby? And I was like, wait. Like, Vanessa's been asking this the entire show. Yeah. And now. And she did a round robin and asked every single <laughs> couple. What about the single people? Single people want to have babies, too. <laughs> So, so again, what I'm trying to say is I'm not yeah. sure if it was pushed by the show yeah. or if it was more so a Vanessa thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But, again, hopefully it's a learning lesson for the Love is Blind franchise. Don't ask over and over again yeah. if someone is having kids and when. She's also getting a lot of flack around um, the whole questioning of Marshall. Mm-hmm. Well, I think when she immediately – after that clip – or that interview that she did on the side that was pre-recorded with Josh and Jackie. With Josh and Jackie, when that happened, and then as soon as it turned off, the first comment she said to Marshall was, "Oh, we're getting some eyebrows." And so I think they like, I think she, they were. I thought that they were going to be kind of combative with each other for some reason. So it was. I was like very intrigued to see where that conversation would go, like between Vanessa and and Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. Because I was like, ooh, is this about to get heated? But, you know, it was pretty cordial. But I, I was like, that very first second, I was just like, oh, no. Like, is something I'm about to go down with these two? I I thought she was very biased in her questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was asking Marshall all these questions, it very much felt like she was already taking Jackie's side, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um So it was uncomfortable to watch. I think what Vanessa was doing, this is just my own opinion, is she was trying to get to like some, get some like juicy details or getting to the meat of like the conversation. So she Mm -hmm. was like pushing these questions, but the way that she was asking them, the things that she was asking just felt like more like an interrogation almost. Yeah. And same with Paul. She did the same thing with Paul in my opinion, but I really think it came from like, okay, we're not getting anything juicy from this reunion. Let Mm -hmm. me keep asking these, like, questions where I can get something. It just 
didn't come off well. No, and especially um, it was hard to watch, especially because it was tough for Marshall to respond to Jackie's, you know, entire interview, essentially, because she's not present. She's not there. So how are you going to sit there and speak to every single thing and not have an actual dialogue that goes back and forth? Because that's what a reunion is for. Like, let's hash out these feelings and these things that we've been that we've just gone through. So, yeah, it was like I just hated the fact that Jackie wasn't there because that was really Marshall's time to be able to talk and and hash things out with her. Yeah, well, Marshall was upset too. He said during the reunion he feels slighted that Jackie Twice. didn't show up. But we found out that it's not Jackie's fault she didn't show up. She is saying, according to US Weekly, that Netflix is the one that cancels her flight to the reunion. Yeah, they canceled it just days before the taping amid mental health concerns, apparently. So, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Because I do know that she's getting a lot of backlash on social media. People saying like, oh my God, she She didn't didn't have the courage to show up. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. I feel like if Jackie had the opportunity to show up, she would have showed up. I think so too. Because she kept saying those comments like, I have receipts, I'm going to bring them to the reunion, blah, 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 blah. So it feels kind of like out of character even though I don't know her but out of character that she just doesn't show up to the reunion exactly unless there's actually some mental health concerns but yeah it's I agree with you and I think that's why everyone was left so disappointed when she wasn't there because they're like let's see the receipts like let's have this dialogue that you're gonna that you've been having with Marshall on social media we want to see it in person but um you know but it on a, on a lighter note, it did seem like Josh and Jackie seemed happy together. And I, I'm just glad that we saw a different ch- side of Josh because when they were at Chelsea's birthday, I definitely found Josh to be like over the top and too much. But he explains why he was, that he was cutting weight and that's why he was so drunk. So thankfully, he's not like that all the time. So, But anyways, I, I did appreciate them like talking about the hard things like all the text messages that have been going around that have been like that have been exposed um I don't know it just uh I I thought it was very mature of them to handle all of it and take accountability I had a different reaction to what Josh and Jackie were saying because Jackie says that Marshall kept the ring because he wanted to propose to someone else. And then she brings up that Marshall called her a transphobic slur mm-hmm. at, at some point um, during their relationship. And look, I'm all about like telling your truth, but based on the reactions from the cast. So when she says that Marshall kept the ring to give it to um, another girl because he wanted to propose to another girl, like even Kwame and Chelsea's facial expressions are like, what the facial reactions for Marshall and the rest of the cast especially Marshall though are such gold like the oh he did amazing but can I just say not that I'm defending Jackie in any way but Vanessa did provoke not provoke but she like wanted her to answer why Marshall pushed her to the point where she wanted to break up with him and I think this this derogatory term that they're referring to is the reason why so I don't think he was she was throwing him under the bus in that situation but with the whole like she that Marshall wanted the ring back to propose to another person I think I was that was like a little bit of a a dig like let's face it that I I think that's far reaching far yeah that's why I had the reaction of like 
yes, it sounds like she's taking accountability, but it also sounds like she kind of wants to like drag Marshall too. I don't know. It's the theme of this reunion. They're like, I I want to take the high road, but I want to like take a few jabs if I can. No, I agree. Like this is what the reunion is for is to like tell your story. But I guess when she brought that up, but I was like, I don't think she's taking full accountability. Accountability So like my opinion of her hasn't really changed, but it's tough because it's definitely a he said she said situation Mm -hmm. you know Marshall says you know he never called her a derogatory slur but he tells Jackie as a joke like you have a strong jawline Mm -hmm. or something like that and um so who knows like who is really telling the truth there or what really happened and then again from Marshall's perspective he goes I wasn't going to propose to another girl with that ring it was that ring was a symbol of my love and that's why I wanted it back Mm -hmm. is it you just like never know with these two yeah also when Marshall said um that he went on a date with somebody else from the cast my the how fast I went to Google to look up this person you have no idea I was like let me who is this person well he brings up her name during the reunion he does that's why as soon as I heard that name I was like I don't think I have googled something faster in my entire life I was like who you're like Google Keisha who is this person (laughs) yes exactly I understood what Vanessa was trying to get at I think she was trying to call Marshall a hypocrite Mm -hmm. because Marshall says he's upset that Jackie, whether it was before or after their breakup, she still kissed another guy. So quickly. So quickly. But I think Vanessa's point and where her questioning, like where she was trying to go with her Mm -hmm. questioning is, well, you went on a date shortly after with someone else from the cast. Yeah. So I was like, I I got where she was trying to go, but it just felt like an interrogation. Interrogation. No, I completely agree with you. And I think, you know, just in the grand scheme of things, like, the reunion in general, I think what we see is that there's always, you know, you know, Zach's perspective or Irina's perspective or Marshall's and Jack, every single person has a perspective and how they perceived their story. And then there's the truth. You know what I mean? There's like somewhere in the middle because memory is hard and this shit happened a year ago. Like, like you kind of memory is based off of feelings as well. And I think, you know, sometimes it can get skewed because of how, you know, intense emotions are. So I don't know. What I'm trying to say is there's a um, there's this person's perspective and there's a B perspective and then there's the truth. <laughs> and I don't even think it's perspective. I think it's like who – someone is telling the truth. There, there's too many differing stories. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't agree that the truth, like – there's one person's side, another person's side than the truth. I'm sure there's like, it's more complex than that when you talk about situations. But I think with the stories that were told at the reunion, there's clearly lies being told. Mm-hmm. Like someone is lying. Yeah. But hey, you know, know it's, you it's not us to ever, you know, point out like who we you think is lying You know who has the complete truth is those cameras, baby. <laughs> Give us the raw footage of all the cameras. Give us all 30,000 hours. Yes, because so I can will all look watch through it. it. Yeah. But if there's one perspective that is the truth, it's that this live reunion was not live <laughs> and a little bit on the uninteresting side. <laughs> yes, I agree. I feel like the subsequent interviews have gotten more than this reunion has gotten. Yeah. But either way, it's so fun. I mean, it was so fun mm-hmm. um, to watch and like the just 
the fact that it could have been live mm-hmm. was, you know, kind of like a fun idea that I think everyone was looking forward to. So it's sad that it didn't work out, you know, again, a learning lesson. Um, but like we said, we're getting more tea from interviews with the cast. We're hoping yep. some of them can come on this podcast mm-hmm. in the next few weeks so we could hear their side of the story yep. and not on a live audience. So maybe we could dig a Wait, little deeper. Before we end this, do you uh, did you get a lot of messages from friends and family thinking that we were the, in the audience of the live reunion? And they're like, wait, you weren't actually at, in the audience? And I was like, no, we were next door. Yeah. Were we next door? I think so. Or so we're in close proximity. But anyways, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. My parents literally thought I was in the audience. I was like, no yeah. way. And we've no been way. getting a lot of comments and questions about it, too. So I thought it was so funny. But anyways, I just wanted to say, I think we've said this before, but we absolutely love and adore getting all of your comments and your questions. So please, please, please continue to send them our way on our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. Deep D and I have some really fun guest interviews coming up. And we have a lot of things to say as well in terms of just things happening in our lives. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to miss what we have to say in the upcoming episodes. See you next Monday. Bye.